Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What does the goddamn line say, Tony? Please do not use gendered language. Do what? I'll be arrested? Put in airport jail? Well, you're going completely sideways, man. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. How dare you? Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. I'm Chris Hansen with Dave on NBC. Jack Mary's Tech Theratrix. Hi, I'm Spartacus. Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. Steven Seagal. Sex offender guy. I'm Keith Morris. This is Mumbai, Gutavi. I'm Rick James, bitch. Sorting through the lies. The hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. We cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. And uncovering the centuries-long plan for world domination. Learning about Cuba, having some food. Let's talk about Chinese people. Have you ever been in a, in a Turkish prison? Ah, how about Fort I have sent six of my Libyan missiles to blow up the CS hardware department. Nothing could be more fun than jumping off a cliff with two German bisexuals. Oh, you English are so Thank you, comrade. And now, macro That's what assholes call it. With your host. Buddy, I don't know who you are, but you're about to get chlamydia. Charlie Robinson. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? You want to drop the blame on Charlie and say it's all Charlie's fault. He was a retard. I get some goddamn diuretic. Welcome to the Chrissy Mayer and Charlie Robinson Swapcast. Woo! Yep. Um, you can find us. Well, you can find this and me. Wow, this is this is interesting to do a Swapcast intro. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And if you're listening to us right now on iTunes, please go and leave a five star review. I will read whatever these reviews say. I swear, like it could you could really write anything. Um, for example, let me pull one up. I should have had this ready. <laughs> Here we go. A five-star review. See all. 
Hey, Chrissy, I, this is just a, a reasonable request from Mayor McDickchase. <laughs> I could have picked a different one. Hey, Chrissy, I was wondering if you and Riss could swap socks. Oh, God, here we go. Could swap socks for the next six months and wear them under each other's arms for 35 minutes per day. I can't pay you right now, but I'm good for it. Please, please, in all caps. Well, I said I would read the reviews. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mayor McDick Cheese. Um, this episode is also brought to you by Cushy Dreams. I want to tell you guys about Cushy Dreams. They offer a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in an extraordinary CBD rich hemp flower, aka bud, in these cans and also uh, pre roll CBD joints. And they just have this special thing now. This looks like this could be gum. You know, remember like. Yeah. The, uh, candy cigarettes as a kid, except oh, yeah. they're like these like really expertly, beautifully rolled joints. Looks, Perfect. feels, smells just like weed, but it's not. It's good for the people that want to like calm down their bodies and minds without like going to la la land. Are you a weed smoker, Charlie? I'm a weed eater. Oh, you're um, an eater. Okay. Yes. I live here in Denver and, and we have um, a fantastic selections available at our local dispensaries. So I am a, uh, uh, I have a coffee and donuts uh, bar of chocolate, which is phenomenal and um, gummies. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for you. I have to have mine sent to me in a sketchy black envelope. Hey, <laughs> listen, <not> sketchy. <laughs> that's true because you're in a place that doesn't have access to it. It's crazy to me. There's people rotting in prisons, but yet I can go to the store that's, I can go to the weed store that's literally in the parking lot of the Walmart. Yeah. So how, how times have changed. Colorado, man, that's, that's the spot. Instead, I'm in New York right now, rotting yeah. away. No, it's great. It's fine. I'm sure it'll pick up. Um, again, this, this is legal CBD, um, legal in all 50 states. It'll ship right to you. Enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting high. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies, not Charlie, and want to smoke their CBD. That's Cushy Dreams. Uh, it's grown here in the USA, which is probably the best part about it. Each batch is slow cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness and to preserve flavor and candy cannabinoids and they've got different indica sativa blends uh like create dream energy hustle um so whatever you kind of want to do with your day I've, i'm kind of slowly but surely trying them all so it's cushy dreams k-u-s-h-y dreams.com uh use the promo code cmp you're going to get 20 percent off every order not just your first uh plus free shipping also, this episode is brought to you by uh, AdamandEve.com. You know, Christmas has come and gone, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop coming. I feel like I'm grossing Charlie out with my no, reads. No, no. This is great. <laughs> my, my audience is going to be is, is grabbing a pen and paper right now. You know, if Santa didn't bring you what you wanted, and if what you wanted was more orgasms, just go ahead and pick up yourself a little something. Get yourself a little January 2021 treat. Go to adamandeve.com. They've got toys for couples, toys for men, toys for women. I'm a vibe lady. Personally, you know, I'm not real big. If something's going inside me, I like it to be attached to somebody I care about. That's just me. Call me old fashioned, That's but I reasonable. like a good, I like a good vibe. And they've got tons of great toys on there, lubes. I think sex furniture. The sky's the limit. So if you go to AdamandEve.com and use the promo code CMP, you could get almost any item online for fifty percent off plus free shipping. So get yourself a little something, a little something, something. And if you happen to be in my audience, 
or any or anybody <laughs> or Chrissy's audience. Too. I feel like we have a Venn diagram of shared audience. We do, I think. And Miriam Hanane, who's been on my show and and is a friend of uh, uh, Union of the Unwanted, has been on many times as you have. She owns a company called Honey Colony. She's the director of Vanishing of the Bees. Remember that documentary with Ellen Page? Or what's or happening? Elliot? Elliot? Elliot Why didn't Ellen Page just call herself Alan Page? I don't know. She had to be Elliot, huh? She had to go and make this whole thing difficult. Well, Miriam's been, is great. <laughs> Honeycolony.com is a, is a fantastic place. They have bee-related goods, body care, facial care, um, gifts, uh, travel kits, home and garden, Ooh. anti-aging, um, uh, immune system boost. They've got a little sexual yes. health stuff in there as well. So, um, Look, it's a I've small heard, business. It's I've run by a great, is good. a great lady. Use the promo code MACRO. Check it out. I mean, hey, listen, if you've been shopping at the same places over and over again, you want to mix it up a little bit, support a small business, save yourself some money while you're at it. Promo code MACRO, honeycolony.com. Let's yes, get, get let's your get your weird. Let's talk about the birds and the bees. Yeah, let's talk about Honey Washington, D.C. <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about when you and I were setting this up. You're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get on the train and go down to Washington, D.C., see what's going on there for the 6th. Yeah. What, um, what did you see? Oh, boy. Um, it was, it was chill at first. It was like every other, every other. I mean, it was like the other two Trump rallies I had gone to. I went to one in November, which I think was. Maybe it was, no, it had to have been right after the election. It was like the beginning of Stop the Steal, I think. And then in December, it was kind of similar along those lines. And then this March was like the March for America, but also Stop the Steal. And then you you notice when you go to these rallies, it's not just one group. There are so many little subgroups like nested under this one thing. And, And the more you go to and the more people you talk to, you're like, oh, okay, certain people, maybe they are here to make money or fundraise or get attention or be like a a political personality. And then you're like, well, some people are genuinely like their hearts in the right place. And I would say the overwhelming majority are like good hearted patriots, people who really just care about and love this country and don't want to lose freedoms and want to demonstrate their first amendment. So I figured, okay, this will, this, this will be like the other marches. The media is going to undercut it, undercover it, you know, do the flyover real early in the morning to show that there's nobody there. And it wasn't until the drama went down at the Capitol that I was like, oh yeah, of course I see what they're doing. They're going to just obsess about this. And, and the mainstream media is going to, I mean, I don't know if they realize that they're coming off as hypocritical as they are because it's a drop in the bucket compared to the devastation and, and the destruction that happened over the summer with black lives matter and Antifa. And uh, it's enough to like make you feel crazy. And I think that's what the mainstream media (laughs) wants to do is they want to make 75 to 80 million people in this country feel crazy. Like what they're seeing and hearing isn't real that, you know, it couldn't be that we are supporting a man who wants the best for us in this country. Like, he's not perfect, but like, he, he's anti-establishment. And uh, no, it couldn't be that. It's that we're all in a cult and yeah. we all need to be 
you know, kicked out of our families and divorced and dumped. And um, I just think that people, Trump, and it's, it's so funny, I don't even want to say the right because plenty of moderates voted for Trump, plenty of leftists voted, voted for Trump. And even people that voted for Trump aren't even necessarily like MAGA or, yeah. you know, huge Trump supporters. Like you have so many. So to keep, so the media like keeps just broad stroking anybody yes. who voted for Trump as some kind of psychopath. That's a horrible recipe. Um, it's just, it's enough to make you feel like, like really crazy, unheard, that, that nobody cares about you. And it is enough to radicalize people. Nobody wants that. And nobody, of course, nobody wants violence. Like, that's, that's obvious. I mean, like, the left wants violence when it suits their motives, but they're their own special case, I guess. Yeah. It's it's frustrating when you see the like you mentioned the hypocrisy. It's it's staggering. It's it's this is a most I saw and I know a lot of people did too. A guy, I don't know, during the summer, some reporter, some local reporter, I don't even know if it was a national one, but some guy is standing there. He's got his, you know, he's a <clears throat> he's got the tripod, the camera, the you know, the the cameraman. He's standing with his microphone and he is telling the camera that it is a mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> and over his shoulder, there is literally a building that is burning. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that with a straight face. And I'm watching this and I'm going, well, I, 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 my, my enemy number one is the mainstream media. I cannot stand them. They're so disingenuous. They're such pathological liars. But, but even by my crazy criteria that I hold the mainstream media to, I was watching this and I was, I was like, this is a joke, right? This, is, this can't possibly be a real thing. This has to be put out there to psychologically break people, you know, to get people to just throw their hands up and go, I'm done. I give up. Right. I can't I can't take you can't in a real world stand in front of a burning building. It's it's cartoonish and say <laughs> everything is, is fine. <laughs> you know? It's like Michael Malice always says, it's like these people want you dead, but they'll settle for your submission. So now we have two groups of people, one group of people who feel totally just and right and and wanna lead the charge, like yeah. wh- literally happy to help you set up camps to put us in. <laughs> right. And then you have the other side that we you know, at, at worst, you know, at the at the absolute worst they become radicalized and they, they, then they do, then you really will see violence. Like yeah. that wasn't oh, yeah. shit at the Capitol. And, and these are people that are two a people and they are, they are, they're coming off of four years of being antagonized. Like you have the recipe for something really horrible to go down. And I, I thought the Trump supporters or whoever was at the rally showed gr- like really immense restraint considering like the damage that could have been done if they oh, yeah. were going by black lives matter standards. Um, and then you have, so it's basically like you have the left that's like, yeah, fuck them. They belong in camps. Let's kill everybody. It used to, that sort of passion was just reserved for Trump. And now it's trickled down. Now that Trump is going to be gone, it's going to be trickled down to anybody who voted for him or looks like they could have voted for him. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just really awful. And then you have, um, so the, then you have the other side, the people who did vote for him going, 
like at worst they're radicalized, but at best they're throwing their hands up and saying, I give up. That's what they want to, cause they're like, it's, you can't fight this anymore. Like I just yeah. saw this clip of Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. Oh God. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes or ears at what they were saying. And, and Don Lemon was like, you know, you, you, you think you're off the hook just cause you were there, just cause you were in the group, just cause you weren't necessarily like, storming the Capitol. It's like, but you were there with white nationalists and Nazis and, uh, they, and they support someone who's a white nationalist and a Nazi and, and like all the buzzwords. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, this is not even news anymore. This is Broadway. This is theater. It's, yeah. it sounds like two grown men reading a dramatic monologue. Like they're auditioning for something. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, this is news is not news anymore. It's a performance. And I'm like, who is this performance? four like whose asses are they trying to kiss and then there's also like the obvious huge brainwashing element but i don't think they care about the people who who they're affecting i don't care i don't think they care about families or the person that just for some reason doesn't have anybody in their life that's telling them to look a different way like you do have there is a percentage of the people out there that are still glued to the msm and they don't know any different and like these reporters don't care about the the chaos and the panic that they throw people into. They just at us. Yeah. Well, Don Lemon has um, Don Lemon has some problems with his personal life. You know, he he was uh, he was uh, charged or he was sued for sexually assaulting a, a young gentleman in the Hamptons. I mean, maybe we should discuss his wow. personal life on, on television since he's, he's so quick to paint everyone on the right as being Nazis and uh, white supremacists. You know, I'm as white as they come. I mean, if I were any whiter, I'd be clear. And I don't <laughs> know any white supremacists and I don't know any Nazis. I just don't. Maybe, maybe I just, that's not my, so, so to like imply that every, that, you know, 75 million people or so that voted for Trump are all white supremacists. What it does is it diminishes the value of that word, diminishes the value. If everybody's a Nazi, how bad can a Nazi be? You know, so, so they've, They've overused this word, and now the problem is you have a bunch of brain-dead people, mostly on the left, that, that just go around repeating that. You're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. You're, you know, you, know you, you got all the Antifa guys are like, you guys are, you guys are all a bunch of Nazis over there. It's like, do you know what – so you guys, are, you guys are all socialists, right? Like, yeah, fuck you. You guys, you guys on the right, we're, we're socialists, and, and, and fuck you. It's like, do you understand – that Nazi is an, is an acronym for National Socialists. Do you understand <laughs> that? Do you understand that you are calling us Nazis? And I'm not even on the right. I'm just sort of somewhere in the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're calling these people Nazis, not even understanding the origin of the term and, and, and it not even being accurate either. I mean, it's like, you know, so, and, and they pretend as if the KKK planned this rally at, in Washington, D.C. I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing, but that's CNN. You know, the only, the yeah. only people that are, that are tuning into CNN voluntarily are 80-year-olds or people that are stuck at the airport that are forced to watch <laughs> it on the, on, the, on the big screens there, um, which CNN pays the airports to be there in case people yeah. were wondering. So wow. th- this, is, this is not news. It's like you said, it's theater. It's, it's, it's this, uh, it, and, and look, to, to their credit, 
it's been a hell of a four-year performance. You know, they, we've, they've had all kinds of, you know, act one, we're going to mm-hmm. uh, d- destroy everything that Donald Trump stands for, ending with act three, which is everybody that, that has ever worn a red hat is a white supremacist. You know, I mean, it's, it's so preposterous. And you would be forgiven for walking out of this movie a year early, you know, for uh. it being so unbelievable, except that, this is this is where we 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 have a cartoon president, you know, in in Donald Trump, who who was a former, you know, game show host, so mm-hmm. to speak, and we have Joe Biden, who spent forty seven years in in office, uh, talking about his hairy legs and corn pop and and sniffing kids' hair, and he couldn't get twelve people at his rally, but he yeah. got eighty million votes. I'm sorry. I mean, I just I, it doesn't add up, and that's. Add up. And that's why they blew up the the Capitol storming so much because we le- we know how the mainstream media works. They don't. It's just like, and it trickles down to the people too. What's easier to do: discredit the source or refute the claim? It's much easier to discredit the source. Yeah. So, and like with when and then you go up to news. So like, what's easier to do? refute um refute a claim refute a story or create more news bigger news flashier splashier news on top of that and that's what they did with the capital uh event it's like we're not talking about that we're certifying a a false election with rife with fraud you know we're we're not going to talk about that because that is what they were talking about and then they cut away to like oh there's people coming in there's and to what degree it was premeditated or who knows if there were insiders helping out, you know, white hats, black hats, you know, someone secretly sent in to steal Pelosi's laptop. It's like, there's a lot of, for me, I have to work out a lot of those details like on yeah. my own through just reading more and uh, trying to take in as many sources as I, as I can. Um, yeah. But that, but we know that's what the mainstream media does. They, they create another story to bury one they don't like. But when I saw that guy with the Viking helmet and the face paint and everything, I said, oh, this is a made-for-TV show. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a new reality show. And uh, we've got all of – actually, you know who you reminded me of when I saw him doing the thing and the still photography and the, <laughs> and the hanging from the thing? It reminded me of Carlos Arredondo, the guy from um, the Boston Marathon. The guy with oh, the cowboy hat and the wow. American flag, it had a lot of him uh, to me in that. And I thought, well, this is, this is a nice little, little staged opportunity. Let's, mm-hmm. let's dig into the past of these guys. And then sure enough, you start to find that they have acting backgrounds or they're, they're mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, are they useful idiots? Are they being allowed in there? I mean, you know, for storming the Capitol, they sure did walk through those perfectly, you know, those, those uh, poles with the ropes yep. and everything. Very orderly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very orderly. I feel like half of them went to the gift shop on the way, on the way out and got no. themselves something nice for their mother. It was, it was, it was, listen, that's not a, that's not a, a revolution. That's a LARP. That's a, that's a, that's play acting. That's, that's, this is, this is, this is like LARPing. You know, if you want to see actual destruction, a real revolt, keep doing the things that you're doing. You'll see one soon enough. I mean, keep treating the people like we're like, like we don't matter. Keep, keep doing things like, mm-hmm. like saying, we're going to lock you all in your houses and you're never going to get out and then get caught going to a hair salon or having dinner at a $600 a plate place or, 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 go, or going to Cancun and getting busted there or wherever, you know, all the things that the public officials have done, the, the hypocrisy, you keep doing that. 
You think that that was a revolution at the Capitol? That was nothing. That was that was a bunch of people doing playing their role in some elaborate play. But when it really goes, you know, when you really push America to its boiling point, just remember. We're armed. This this country is fully armed, and you push people to their breaking point. You can, then you waive all, um, uh, all of your rights to act surprised when things go awry, because things will go awry, and people are going to feel desperate. And maybe they want that. Maybe at their core, they want that because the government knows how to deal with in the world of violence. And mm. if you bring violence to them, they know how to play that game. If you bring peace to them, they don't know how to play it. If you bring logic that confuses them too. So we're going to have to find a different way. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, that segment of the population that voted for Trump, that feels in their heart that the election was stolen from him, that things don't add up, that they feel that the establishment was presented this information and went, eh, you know, not interested, that will fester. And I think maybe the the real question is, you know, how will that manifest over the years? Will it will it will it actually come to to be a riot, a a civil an actual civil war, not a not a you know fake made for TV one, but 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 will these people uh, stand up and will they bring out the nooses and you know and the gallows and, and the the guillotines and all these symbolic things that you see at some of these protests will they actually say no you know what i'm going to, i'm going to subscribe to the george carlin philosophy on this which is nothing's going to change until we start mm-hmm. hanging some of these fucking bankers which is what carlin said and you know i think a lot of people are going you know our government works best when the people that are running the government are a little bit fearful of the people. And that's mm. been missing for a long time. Uh, I'm not saying that we, they should, you know, we should hold guns to their heads. I'm just saying that they should have in the back of their mind, if we do this, what will the people do to us? Yeah, it's like a good relationship. It's like when you're, when you're with a guy or a girl and, and like someone shows you disrespect, like, and you, you have to stand up for yourself. Cause if you don't, it's like, you're communicating that you can be walked all over right. and that that person is fully in charge of you. You, you know, you're not. And, and that's the thing. It's like a healthy fear because it, yeah. it's a, it's, it's fear with respect not like, not like fear, fear. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. We're on to you. We're watching you. Like, you're accountable to us. You work for us instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, we're just going to put our heads in TikTok and and just don't hurt us. Don't like, yeah, don't take away our movies. You know, yeah, we're in a we're in a, an abusive relationship with our government. We we are for in real. a toxic uh, relationship. It's like he hits me because he loves me, sort of thing. Yes. You know, and oh, and, he just hit me a little less this year. As right. things are getting better. Right, right, right. And then yeah, and 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 so and your friends are going. Why are you with this creep? You know, all you do is complain about him. All he does is treat <laughs> you like shit, you know? And, and you're like, yes, but at least I know what I have with this relationship. That's how but, I feel about still living in New York State. Like, I'm, I'm always like, fuck Cuomo. And then like, why don't you move? And I'm like, oh, because my work is here. I know. And my boyfriend and my boyfriend's son is here. And it's like, yeah. there's, you know, people have family ties. Yeah. So Yeah. And that, and that, factors into how we rationalize this. And we all do that. Not all of us live in New York, but we're all playing that game of rationalizing this insanity in our head. And we're going, well, it's not too bad. And it's like, well, you know, 
I was talking to my mom about this uh, and my mom is 80 years old. And she said, she goes, you know what I feel like this these days in the country? She says, I feel like it's like 1932 in Europe. And there's, there's a lot of people that are starting to get the feeling that maybe we should get out of here while we can. And then there's another group of people that are thinking, no, no, it's not that bad. And it won't, you know, and if it gets bad, mm-hmm. it'll just get a little bit worse. And I'm like, God, you know what? My, my mom is, you know, she She's, she was, she didn't live through World War II, but I mean, she, she's, she's, she's seen some things and maybe, maybe she's right about that. You know, there, there is this, um, normalcy bias where we, we, we go, well, today was relative, you know, we, the dollar still worked and my electricity was still on yesterday and today. And so I think it'll be all on tomorrow and it probably will be, but, but at the rate we're going, like we can't really just assume anything is going to be normal tomorrow, next week, next month. And so we are, we have become these kind of frogs in the pot, getting, getting the, the heat turned up a little bit more. And you can justify staying in New York because of those reasons. And those are all valid reasons. I can justify staying in, in Denver for, for similar reasons. My family's here, my daughter's in mm. school and everything, but I, I'm not pretending that I don't see what's happening. I see it. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, when you're in a club and you feel like there's some tension and you feel like mm. there's a fight about to break out and you kind of start going, all right, if this fight breaks out, where yeah. am I going? Where's the doors? Where, okay. Bouncers are there. The exit's right. there. Mm-hmm. I got to get my credit card from the bar before this break. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, I got to get my drunk whore friend. I got to get this bitch out of the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before we make a run for it, let's, mm-hmm. let's figure these things out. And so I feel like a lot of us in this country are, making internal checklists and, and thinking about where we, where we're going if, if things continue this way, because I, you know, we had a pretty good run after nine 11 of yes, the Patriot act was enacted and yes, things got a little weird. We had to take our shoes off and all that stuff. But, but there was at least a 15 year period where there wasn't a ton of change, but we got all Other than the uh, sur- the the surveillance state, the surveillance state being built up around us, yeah. But the, even that was was sort we of gradual. We didn't really feel it. We didn't yeah. really feel it. Like twenty twenty was like dumping a bucket of cold water on you. You were just like awake to all of the fuckery all at once, and you were like, "Holy moly!" And and it's you know it's psychologically damaging for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are are on edge. And then you Mm. throw in masks into that. You throw in the possibility that somebody's job might go away or that their whole industry does. And my wife works in, uh, in, in corporate travel, big planning, big corporate events and things like that. That that, that stuff's gone. It's all virtual now. So it's, it's created this chaos, um, as a nation, but also like individually, we're all like kind of working through our own shit these days. And I think if individuals can realize, because right, everything, this is all recipe. It's like hopelessness, fear. Um, You're like going broke or afraid of going broke. It's like, it's really, it's coming at you from all sides. You can't see your family. You can't work. Um, People think they can't go outside without a mask. People think they can't go for a run outside. People think they can't even be in their own cars by themselves without a mask. So it's like, this is a spiritual attack from all angles. And I think if individuals can realize they do have more control than they realize there is more in your power, don't give away more of your power than you 
I guess, have to, you know, like you really don't have to wear a mask everywhere. Like for me, it's, it's finding out what those places are for me. It's like, I know I can go into Dunkin' Donuts now and they won't say shit. And maybe that's because (laughs) I'm just a really good customer. (laughs) I was there every day. Guys, we got to keep her in. I was there every day from like, yeah, March through now. And it's like, that's my, that's my jam. That's my spot. Yeah. I used to be all about Starbucks. I would, you know, cause I was like in the city, like basically every day. And I just was like, well, this is part of being in the city. I have to spend $6 on coffee. Like I'm right. a mover. I'm a shaker. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting flavor shots, whatever. <laughs> and then We're really doing it, Harry. <laughs> I'm really doing it. But now uh, my people are the Dunkin' Donuts people. Like I'm yeah. really, the, those are my people and those are better people. You don't want to be with Starbucks people if you're friends with starbucks people like take another look at your life because those people will leave you if things get rough they will they'll Dunkin donuts people they'll be like no, no let's let's join a militia let's go who, who has <laughs> they what will stab a police officer mm-hmm. with, a, <laughs> with a spork for sure because guess what who's got who's got buckets of like freeze-dried food Dunkin donuts people starbucks people don't they don't no. they're not prepared for shit they're not thinking ahead we'll they're just first. instagramming yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was a big realization, realizing that I'm a Dunkin' Donuts person. And, but they don't, they don't fuck with me on the masks. Same thing with like, there's a Tim Hortons that I go get coffee at. Same thing. It's like my default now is to just go in without one, see, see how it goes, you know? Yeah. Um, just, I'm not, I don't wear one on trains and, uh, it, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like I'm doing some flights to, to do some gigs in, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area, and then maybe Florida in the spring. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, Florida's it's, wide open. You can just yeah. You can just get out there and and do. Florida's like mean. nothing. Nothing is different at all. No, no. I mean, but that's Florida. One of yeah. my favorite. Uh, my one of my favorite places. You know, Gators. I was. Oh, it's great! People. It's great. My dad. Awesome. My dad lives down there, and I was there for Thanksgiving, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was, I was there for Thanksgiving as well. <laughs> I was shopping. I was going into stores without a mask, and they weren't saying shit. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" I'm like trying on bras yeah. and stuff. And they're like, you have to go into the trying room for that. And I was like, okay, fine. Oh yeah. Fine. Whatever. Taking too many liberties <laughs> <laughs> here in the aisle. Yeah. Uh, it's, this has become a litmus test as well to see how, how stupid people are because I posted mm. something a couple, I think it was yesterday that was like LA times, I believe, but it was a story and it was a serious story. I mean, I had to, I had to read the whole thing to see if it was, if it was, parody because it was saying talking about how you know you really should in theory be wearing two masks oh and God. i was like okay why not wear five you know where where does this end so yeah why not tie this, a pillowcase over your head <laughs> right exactly that's what we need to do so so on the one hand i reserve the bulk of my frustration and uh anger for the media the cdc the fauci crew gates all those guys i, I reserve the vast majority of my right. frustration towards them but I'll they were what, all buddies they were all like roommates in of cornell course, of course but i save a, a certain percentage of that uh anger for the people too because mm-hmm. we have a responsibility in this like you have a responsibility to not be stupid to not just do everything that your television tells you to do. When you're presented with information that contradicts your logic and and the information that you have come up with, uh, you have to question it. You can't just, you know, I am convinced, and this is going to sound like a shitty joke, but, but, but think about it like in a, in, in a serious sense. If, if Tony Fauci came out and gave a press conference today, and Anderson Cooper reported on it tonight, 
about this press conference. And during the press conference, Tony Fauci said that based on their evidence, they found that due to the, the weight of the virus and the way that it hovers in air, it is best for people to drop down below about four feet, which means from now on, everybody's going to need to, besides wearing their mask, crawl into <laughs> the stores on their get hands around on knees, a skateboard <laughs> or yeah. get on a skateboard or something to get under tomorrow at Walmart, there would be a line of people on their hands and knees crawling in. So I, I have a frustration obviously with the insane directives that are coming from Washington DC and, and, and government. But man, the people need to do a better job of waking up to this, you know, like slap, like you need, like, you know, like the, on airplane where like, get a hold of yourself, like slapping that lady. <laughs> we need that like collectively for the country. Like everyone needs like the guy with the pipe and the guy with the gun, you know, and, and everybody just <laughs> slapping the shit out of America figuratively, maybe even literally, and just being, get a hold of yourself. Like, stop this. You're bad at math. This is a 99.74% survival rate for the most uh, the most uh, susceptible of our society yeah. and like 99.97% survival rate for everyone else. What are we doing? What are we doing? Are we just that bad at math? I understand Common Core. I've written books about that shit, but are we, I mean, you know, so, so yes, Fauci's a piece of shit. Yes, Bill Gates is a monster, all these things. But it's like your neighbor who is perpetuating this stuff and who's putting and doing all this stuff, they, need, they play a role in this too. They need a foot put up their ass because they need to wake up and be like, stop, stop giving into the fear. And when you do that, when you stop giving into that fear and you, and you stop listening to your television set, it's so powerful. You feel like you, you feel like, Oh, I'm free from this stuff. Yeah. I remember at the very beginning in March, like, so my boyfriend's mom, she, you know, I think she had, had a couple, I mean, she's not like a big fat mess. Like a lot of these people that have like, oh, I have comorbidities. And it's like, no, you just have never taken care of yourself your whole right. life, you know? And, and you probably will get it. Um, cause you're getting a slew of other things, but like, I forget what she had something where at the very beginning she was very careful and we were very careful around her. Like we weren't even going into the house at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I, so I was like, okay, but it was like around April or May where like she kind of woke up and she's somebody who I would understand being paranoid, forcing yeah. us to not come near her. But at some point she woke up and then at, now it's like everybody in our family, like we, yeah, we, we talk about it openly. Well, his family, my family, like I think I'm pretty sure my dad voted for Biden to impress his new girlfriend. But like in my boyfriend's Sweet. family, we all talk about it. We're all awake. And she kind of came too. And and we and now we kind of like shake our heads at the people who are just wearing masks all the time. And and she was somebody who had uh, like a little bit of a health issue or whatever it was, yeah. pacemaker something. It was like something that that gave her pause in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I, but I think that there's still so many people that are not using their own common sense because they have an old parent because they, you know, they're, they're taking care of somebody else. So it's Better like they, safe than sorry. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I understand yeah. you're like, well, my, my, you know, my 85 year old father is, is sick. And, okay. Well, don't go by him that understand. I'm yeah. not saying, I'm not saying be like a, a, a dick or anything, but, but what I am saying is that I'm not interested in being lectured by the person that's a hundred pounds overweight. That's going to tell mm -hmm. me about that, that now magically is concerned about their health. All of a sudden those people can fuck right off because I'm not interested in, in, in having a conversation with them or participating in this sort of collective delusion. 
just because the 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 box told them to go be be fearful of this it's so Mm -hmm. if we turn the tv off half this half our problems would go away people feel obsessed like they can't like they have to they have to keep going in and getting hit you know and just like how you feel about um about those folks i that's i have a particular anger towards the trust the science people like Mm. these are the same people that like you gotta go get a jab you could that's you have to the science the studies this one thing i read and it's like if these are the same people that you can't have a conversation about supplements, herbs, vitamin D, vitamin C, like if they're, if they're not about that, then these are not people that are about right. science. Cause you need to know about like how your actual body was made to work. Your body is made to heal itself with everything around us. Like there's that there's something like uh, really insanely special about earth and all of us that are here. And, and, and part of that is we can heal ourselves with what's around us. And, and you have to look past, like, you got to get over the trust the science thing because that's just another, I'm sorry, it's just like another, like, catchphrase yeah. to, to get people to obey. Because, oh, yeah. you got to trust science. You can't trust religion, so you got to trust science. And it's like, hmm, be well, wary if you're, if you're really loyal to one, you know, category. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, if the media had come out early on, let's say March, April of 2020, and said, we've got this massive coronavirus situation, we're working on it, the top minds in the world are working on a vaccine and everything, there's huge problems with that. But let's just say that that's what they said. But then they followed it up by saying, in the absence of that, or in the meantime, what you can do to give yourself the best chance is eat healthy, take supplements, take these, take these, take vitamin C, take vitamin D, take zinc, get outside, get some sunlight, exercise, get rid of all, stop going to McDonald's. If they had said those- Stop eating sugar. Yeah. Stop drinking. Drinking kills your immune system, but that's like the fucking liquor stores have been thriving during all this there. I mean, we joke that that's like an essential business and some days it is. Yeah, but like right. overall, if your immunity is down, you got to kick the sugar and you got to kick the alcohol. And, so yeah. none of this. They don't, yeah. So they don't suggest any of that. The only thing we ever heard was once the vaccine comes, then everything will go back to normal, which of course isn't true. And then they said, trust the science. Like you said, well, well, if you don't understand that science can be compromised by money, then you don't understand science. And so and you're in no position to say, trust the science, trust some science. But doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't mean trust all science because the vaccine science is is not real science. They they have been sued. I put this in perspective for for some people. The vaccine industry has paid out through the rigged VAERS court, which is the vaccine adverse effect uh, reaction court. This it's it's a kangaroo court that that if you mention that your kid has autism, you're automatically not allowed to to go through it. So even through what? this. Yeah, even but through this rigged mm-hmm. court that doesn't make any sense and pays out a fraction of what it should pay, it has still paid out more money to settle damage claims caused from vaccines than the Catholic Church has paid to settle rape claims worldwide for all of their stuff. And we know what a problem that is. So it's like the people that are saying trust the science don't even understand that the vaccine industry are all convicted felons. Every single mm. major big pharma corporation had been convicted in court of felonies, including price fixing, rigging their tests, all sorts of unscrupulous things. They've paid out collectively over $100 billion in fines. 
but I'm supposed to trust the science. Do you know what the science is? You know? So it's like, I'm not saying put it in God's hands and hope for the best. You know, I'm not saying that I'm saying you have to actually dig into the, to the science behind vaccines before you just blindly go trusting it because, because you can't do that. There is a wake of destruction and, and that, and those are for vaccines that have been tested and run through clinical trials, shitty ones, but still trials nonetheless. Um, for years and years and years. We're not even talking about this rush to market vaccine, experimental vaccine that does God knows what. Oh yeah, take it. Trust the science. Fuck that. That's what you say to people when they shouldn't trust the science, you know? So it's yeah. a very devious uh, strategy that they have for us. People are looking to science to be like their new daddy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, listen, because yes. l- I trust the science is because I said so for <laughs> that's exactly really, what it is don't ask questions because i said so because i'm your father and uh but we could i be sterilized trust the science you know yeah you can be sterilized actually you could be sterilized from the regular vaccines it says that in the side effects that people read and they go well well okay fine i won't trust the science necessarily but i'll trust the cdc who's talking about the science it's like okay well are you, you're going to trust are you going to trust the world health organization too yeah 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 i'll trust them they're a world organization that focuses on health of course i'll trust them look okay, at their fine. logo it's so official looking <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it looks great and it the you know it's tied to the un what could what could possibly go wrong except that they were busted putting sterilants in the tetanus vaccines that they gave in kenya to all of the women there. Now they denied it at first, but then they were found guilty in court. And then they later admitted, yes, they'd been doing it. And not only had the World Health Organization, did they admit that they'd been doing it, but they admitted they'd been doing it for a decade. And these so, were these the Gates vaccination, the, the Gates the, vaccine? No, this was, well, Gates was doing that in, in India. India. Okay. And, and, and he was involved. Well, yeah, he was involved in the Kenya thing too, but, but they don't, they were doing this on their own and it wasn't limited to Kenya. It happened in, in, in multiple countries, but that was the best known one. That was the one that went through the court system and they were found guilty of it. So, so this is, you know, it's like these catchphrases, like you said, trust the science that is so that you don't, that is so that you get a little phrase in your head Hmm. that tells you what to do so that you don't actually look into it because if you Don't actually looked it. into it you would find within 15 minutes on on a on a, a search in your computer you would find some real questionable things and so they had to get you to trust the science you know who else said the science is settled on vaccines trust the science hillary clinton so you can Ugh. put yourself in that in that category and, and you can just know that you're taking advice given to you by hillary clinton too so and i think that's probably one of the more important I guess, goals for folks like us to, to messages for us to get out because this trust to science has been tattooed into the mainstream media and into all of our brains. Right. So it's like getting out to people that how science can be compromised. So it's basically science. Like if they're looking for proof of something and, and they're being sponsored by whatever it is like Johnson and Johnson or, or really whoever, I don't have a good example for this, but like the tests follow and the results, they keep the results that support yep. what the, the outcome that, that they want to have happen. 
Yeah. And when it comes to vaccines, they don't even do the simplest of tests, the, the double blind placebo study, where you take half of the people and give them the vaccine, half the people and give them the placebo and see what happens. They won't do those. They won't do, because they, because they know what that'll show. So, so it's like, there's, hmm. there's fraud baked into this and let's face it, it's a hundred billion dollar a year industry, the vaccine industry. And with this new coronavirus, that it probably doubles that, you know, so there's a lot of money at stake. I think, I think that people that are casual, observers of the news or, you know, just like somebody that's not really necessarily into this sort of stuff. They, they watch the nightly news and they make this, they have this expectation or this assumption that if there was a negative side to the vaccine debate, I would have heard about it on my nightly news. I certainly hear about the positives of vaccines. And if there was a negative side, my news would bring in somebody to give me the, the negative side. And that's not the case. That isn't going to happen because Big Pharma gets so much of their ad revenue or, or, or uh, the nightly news gets so much of their ad revenue from Big Pharma that they can't run stories that are critical of them because they'll get their advertising pulled. You know, the, 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 the president of Pfizer will, will just say, Anderson Cooper went off the rails tonight. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. he'd be in Jeff Zucker's office the next morning threatening to pull a billion dollars worth of advertising if he doesn't get his guy on board and shut that guy up. So, so you can't get an honest conversation about the vaccine situation on your nightly news. And so there's a lot of people that just assume that there is only one side to that conversation. And so then that's, that's why they go, just get your vaccine dummy, you know, go, go get it. Don't be stupid. You're what do you want to kill grandma? It's like, dude, I don't have a half an hour to unpack this conversation, but what you're saying to me is idiotic and insane. And I'm not participating in this, but like, there's a lot of those people out there. There's a lot of those people that are just going to tell you that they know what's going on with vaccines because they watched CNN last night. And it's like, you don't know. There's a lot to this. It's a serious, it's a serious conversation. And it would be fine if it was just, you know, you vaccinate your kids. I don't want to vaccinate mine. And we'll just, you know, agree to disagree on this. But it's mm -hmm. like, those people are saying, if you don't do what I want you to do with your body, I'm not going to let you get on an airplane. I'm not going to let your kids go to school. I'm not going to let you get a, you know, get a, a driver's license. Or whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. That is, that is where we're headed. And so it is, it's reasonable for us to stand up and get mad about this. It's, it's, it's actually unreasonable for us to just take it in the ass. You know, it, it, it's more reasonable for us to stand up and go, I'm not doing this. No, no way, man. Because if we don't, they'll steamroll us, you know? You know what it is? You know what it is, Charlie? Like CNN is like the Ghislaine Maxwell of the mainstream media because- Hear me out. She, she, Ghislaine Maxwell, very, looked very chic, yeah. British accent, the whole package. You're like, yes, I want it. She's a motherly figure, I guess, you know, sort of like sweet, a sweet talker. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I trust this woman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Worldly. Sure. I, I can, I can, she's worldly. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's travel. She's well-traveled yes. pilot license, submarine license. <laughs> it's like, She's just seen Ben and oh, you know, expensive wine, the whole thing, wine and dine you. Sure, I'll give, I'll, I'll earn two hundred dollars to get a massage, and then you're like, oh, because she's so sweet, and I trust her, and I believe her. The same thing with CNN. You're like, well, they're in suits, they're chic looking, they, they appear to be well spoken. You know, it's like, it's this trusting looking source, and it's also like with authority, um, and it's like you, you on both ways. You're like kind of seduced in and sort of bullied in 
by what looks like a respectable source. Cause you're like, well, look at them. I yeah. used to think, I remember in college, I'd watch CNN and be like, well, that's real news. That's newsy news. That's like, yeah, I had that up there with the New York times. Like, well, smart people watch CNN. Well, smart people read the New York times. And I think that's how they trick you. They, they make it seem like they're smarter than you. So you have to consume what they put out. Cause so you can be smarter than everybody too. Like yeah. join our club, join our smarty pants club, which comes back to my fucking Dunkin' Donuts Starbucks debate. That's kind of what Starbucks does. Like, you can pay $6 for coffee, right? Because you're you better than everybody. It. You're and I'm great. Like, no, man, you got to get fucking get back to Dunkin' Donuts level. You got to get <laughs> back to regular coffee and cream. And you got to get back to like fucking real people reporting the real news. Well, I put a quote in my first book uh, about Wolf Blitzer. Speaking of CNN anchors and smart guys. And he said, when I was coming out of college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I realized I was unqualified for nothing. I decided to apply for a job at CNN. And to my, to my surprise, I got the job. That's what Wolf <laughs> said. So they're not any smarter than the rest of us. They just look that way because they're important. You know, it's like uh, Tom Segura says he's he's uh, in special because he has a business card that says Dr. Period on it. You know, and and that's what we've got. We've got. We're like, oh well, this guy Wolf Anderson Cooper knows what he's talking about because he's on the nightly news, and I recognize mm-hmm. him. It's like Anderson Cooper is a Vanderbilt who interned at the CIA and has d- does not give a flying fuck about your best interest, he will lie straight to your face for $9 million a year. He's been doing it for a decade. There's no problems here. So it, it, but, but there's so many people in this country that, that turn on the nightly news and think of it as a source of actual information. And they don't realize about the history of it. They don't realize about the Smith Modernization Act of 2012, which legalized propaganda inside the United States to what? be Americans. Yeah, Obama I didn't passed hear that. Of this. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Obama. <laughs> yeah, Obama put this in the 2013 National Defense Authorization Act and crammed it through with all that other bullshit that they passed. And it legalized propaganda inside the United States. And then after that happened, guess what? We had a bunch of school shootings and a bunch of questionable things happen. And so they made it legal to lie to you. They made it, they went through the extraordinary step of changing the Smith, the original Smith Munt Act, which came out in 1948 after World War II that said, you know, propaganda is really dangerous. So we should make a law that you can't use it in America against Americans. Yeah, we'll still use it on everyone else, but hmm. we should make a law you can't use it here. And and so they signed it and it stayed intact until 2012. It wasn't expiring. It was minding its own business being a law. And, and it's called Smith-Mutt? Smith-Munt, M-U-N-D-T, Modernization Act of 2012. And so the modernization of it was that they changed it from banning propaganda to legalizing it. That's the modernization. And I would suggest- So modern. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, modern, you know, Obama was very, uh, you know, he was very modern. And he was the CNN of presidents. He was he the was CNN well of presidents. He was well-spoken, chic, he, in a suit. It's like, he, this is the trend here. It's yeah. like the culmination, like Obama, CNN, it's the, it's the full manifestation of fake it till you make it. For sure, 100%. So, j- just like Obama, his only bad day in office was one day he wore a tan suit to a press conference. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. You oh, know and then he, people joke, oh, he was so controversial. He's so boring. It's like, no, 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 he's a snake. 
He was a snake. He was a snake. But that's that's what we're going back to now. That's what a huge segment of the population mm. is like. Now we're going back to Biden. Now we're going back to civility in the White House. <sighs> the same administration, you mean, like uh, the, Ob- uh, the, the Obama-Biden administration is so civil that they dropped so many bombs on the Middle East that they literally ran out, which sounds like a fake story when you say it like that. It sounds like a punchline to a joke until you research it and realize, oh, they actually did literally run out of bombs. They had to go make more. So, so what would you rather have? I mean, look, I'm no Trump fan. I think he's a, I think he's a weirdo, you know, but, but, but he represented a threat to that establishment. And I like that. Anybody that's he was a, Dunkin' Donuts. He's the Dunkin' Donuts of Washington, president. D.C., of yep. presidents, yes, to, to Obama's CNN. And, you know, I mean, so we've got a lot of people that are all, you know, we've got half the population that's pissed off because they feel like the election was stolen from them. And I, I'm in agreement with them. You've got the other half that says, I don't even care if the election was stolen. I just want that asshole out of office. And so uh, that's, not a, that's not a good way to start things off either. It's like, I don't care that you cheated on me. You're hot. I want you. You know what I mean? It's that like, is so what it is. I want to go to movies again. Like I've been yeah. sold this lie that everything will return to normal. It's like, no, you were sold the lie. Everything would return to normal after the election. Did it? No. Like we're in January now. And it's like, it's just not going to work out the way people feel. Oh, but the vaccine. Oh, but you have to get the vaccine every year. Well, that's uh, not a vaccine then. If you have and you to still have to wear the mask. Yeah. You still have to social distance. You still have to do all those things. But it's back to normal because you're getting injected with things that you don't know what they are. It, I, you know, part of me, and it's a small part, but, but part of me is like, then go get the vaccine, dummy. Go, go, go. Be the first. See what happens. See if your grandkids can't have kids and then then you'll be like, what happened? But, but, but then I, I kind of get off of that because I'm like, they don't even know, they don't even know what they're walking into. But, but the, 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 you know, this, this weaponization of the Karens of the world has been disgusting over, over 2020 where, you know, I think a lot of people, we kind of joked about like World War II and people were like, oh, you know, some people saw, some people got the feeling that bad things were coming and other people were like oblivious to it. But all of us look back on World War II and go, how did that even happen? Like, how do you get all these people to like be, become willfully blind to what's happening have, around them? They must have trusted see, the science, I think. Yeah, they must have trusted the science. And, we, and then we see this like, we see what happened in 2020, people ratting out their neighbors for there's too many cars in their driveway oh at Thanksgiving. God. And you're like, oh, now I understand why, what, how, how this happened in Nazi Germany. It makes perfect sense. People because it gives rat. them power. Exactly. They feel so good. It's like if you look at the past year, who were the people that were the most rude to you about masks or distancing or whatever? It's like these lower level people that like they don't have a lot of power in their jobs and perhaps not a lot of power in their own lives they are the the most vocal about shutting down someone else and just yeah. for a moment feeling feeling better than you yeah yeah it gives them it gives them purpose and meaning and it and they they feel like they and they, they internalize that as being they're part of the solution they've got a purpose they've got a special purpose like navin johnson from the jerk you know they they've got a special purpose they can go out there and they're going to save the world and they're going to start by lecturing you about it in the produce uh, aisle you know and, and and telling you about wearing wearing masks and things like that and it's like man i don't have 
I don't have the time or effort to get in, to unpack this whole conversation, which has to happen. You know, if you're, if you're going to try and uh, get into a disagreement with someone like that. And it, I found that I just, I just don't have the energy for it. So it, it's, it's, yeah, it's such a, it's so, that's why it's, it's so hard. Cause I don't want to not talk to people. I don't want to not respond to comments I see, you know, because it's such a big conversation. It's not just like, let me catch you up with, with a paragraph. It's like, yeah. I'd have to sit you down for a couple days and be like, why is this happening? And pull back, pull back, pull back. And then you got to look at, you got to follow the money. You got to look at like corporations. You got to look at like, what is the truth about our health system? You got to look at what is the truth about our financial system? Uh, what's the truth about the UN and like, what's the truth about the people that are in charge that are calling all the shots right now? It, yeah. It's such a big conversation and, it it, and it's hard to have, it's hard to just throw that out in a response on Facebook. Yeah. And it's like to somebody who, who truly probably doesn't even want to listen. They're just there to tell you that they're right and you need yeah. to put on a mask and, and they're there to tell you that you're an asshole. And you're like, Oh my God, look at the boxes. The boxes even say, these don't prevent shit. They're sprayed with asbestos. Like the other night we were in the uh, union of the unwanted, which I recommend it to anybody. It's, it's, a, it's a really great show. We have a good and time. Uh, we were there with Judy Mikovits, Dr. Judy Mikovits. I just ordered her book, by the way. I can't, it's, Oh, good. it probably, I think it just arrived. I literally have like from this year, a stack of books this big that I like, can't wait to read. It's like, I've had, I've given myself more homework in the last year than like I know. In the last 10. <laughs> And she was talking about how these masks, like the typical blue and white ones are sprayed with asbestos and how just the wearing of them over time, it's like a, it's like a bacteria sponge. It's, um, it's an immune kind of, uh, God, I had a whole sheet of notes. It, it's like, they're basically made, the masks are uh, immune compromisers and these vaccines are like disease engines. And the way she explains it, I mean, she's obviously so smart. And I was like putting it in this, you know, we have like a secret group chat as this is all going yeah. on. And I'm like, man, the longer Judy talks, the dumber I feel. Like, <laughs> I why am I even too. here? <laughs> why am I here? She's just taken away. That woman can talk. She talked for almost three hours without so much as a sip of water or a lozenge or anything. I'm like, she's a machine. Yeah. She is like the inner, the woke inner, the awake energizer bunny. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're like curious at all about vaccine stuff go back and listen to that episode because she she is a person who who could go and say trust the science she actually you know was in that industry and knows the truth and people like her who who speak out are silenced they're discredited yeah. oh, they're yeah. shamed they're called kooks yeah and why is that why are we in the business of 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 dis trying to discredit all of these these scientists it's like what is what does dr judy have to to gain from this i mean she talked about that when we were on the show she was saying that she she you know Dr. Fauci tried to ruin her career, damn near did. And if it wasn't for these movies, you know, Plandemic and things like that, uh, giving her this platform, you know, they, they, they would squish, you know, force her right out. Her voice would never be heard because these guys are in positions of power inside the government. It doesn't make them right. It just makes them connected. So, so she's, she's coming out. She's talking about logical things. I mean, we've had Del Bigtree on, on Union of the Unwanted before as well. He's, he's the director of Vaxxed. He's uh, the producer and, and, and host of the High Wire. And he, he'll tell you in a very logical, reasonable way. He's, these guys aren't... The thing that's important for people to realize is that these guys aren't... 
anti-science, the people that are talking about having the vaccine de- debate, they're pro-science. That's the reason why they have problems with the vaccines is because they're pro-science. These are not the guys that are saying, put it in God's hands. These are the people that are saying, I understand how this all works. I have problems with X, Y, and Z. I've asked Big Pharma to uh, uh, respond to these problems and, they, and their only response is to try to discredit me and try to make me you know, go away from not asking these questions. It's, it's, a, it's an illogical response. If Big Pharma is so fine and healthy and these, these things work so well, why can't they give guys like Del Bigtree or Judy Mikovits straight up answers on this? And the answer is because it, it's not fine. They've got massive problems there and people are yeah, figuring it out. They're drug dealers and you're on their corner and you need to, you need to go get away from their corner because this you is- got it you know, that's what it is. And when you think about it, like, right, the people like Dr. Judy, they, they know how the science works. They're also pro human body. People think, yes. Oh, why was an autism a thing in the fifties? You know, their, their thing, the thing they're opening up their coat to sell, you know, right. like, Hey, check this out. They are doing everything they can to make money off of people not being healthy. So why would they push natural cures? It's like, it's like, why it's like, Oh, if you could make your own t-shirts, like, you know, why use Vistaprint? Like, Mm -hmm. so they're going to take down like ways to make your own t-shirts. That's a horrible example, but, (laughs) but it's like, um, right. Well now people can self publish their own books. Guess who doesn't like that? Uh, the big publishers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's the thing is like, what they don't tell you is like, these vaccines have chain event reactions that will ultimately lead to big pharma making more money. Of course, they're not going to gloss over that. They're going to focus on the immediate thing, which is, Oh, we're, well, we're solving the thing. We, you know, we created the symptom. So now we're also, we've created secure mm-hmm. and don't look at anything else. Trust the science. Don't look behind that door. Don't see where this right. voice is coming from. Right. Yeah. If you, if, if you, if you really want us to trust the science, open it up. Open. Let's uh, let's have the discussion. Let's have both sides of this. But you know the 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 vaccine, the vaccine industry has been real dirty for a long, long time. Um, for those that don't know, in 1986, Congress passed a law and made it so that you cannot sue vaccine manufacturers for product liability. The reason why that law was passed was because Big Pharma was going to Congress saying, "You got to help us." We are getting the the shit sued out of us for product liability, and we're going to go out of business unless you tilt the playing field and rig it so that all these people can't can't sue us anymore. And so they bought themselves some congressmen who changed that in 1986 and made it so that you can't sue them. You can't sue Big Pharma for all of this. It has to go through this rigged Veris court that I talked about. So then, after that happened, after they had the the they had the protection legally uh, from lawsuits. Then the vaccine schedule exploded. That's when it went to wow. you know, just it, it, multiples of that. You know, so where it used to be a dozen, now it's seventy six or whatever uh, shots. And there's two hundred <laughs> sitting on the back burner. And people go, well, well, the CDC is there to regulate it. They're going to go in and they're going to say, well, these are safe and these are not, and these come on the schedule and these don't. And these we need and these we don't. The CDC owns the. More than 50 of the patents on the vaccines. The CDC makes $5 billion a year from the vaccines that they put on the schedule because they own the patents. It's a rigged game. It's like McDonald's talking about which soda is the healthiest for you. It's like they own all of the sodas. It's just like, 
they, they so so we so we're at this like severe disadvantage and we we and, and it doesn't this it doesn't get talked about on the nightly news so people assume there's not even an issue there and like we go about our lives and we just you know we've got to make assumptions in order to navigate through life so it's like it's reasonable for you if you don't know any better to assume that the CDC and the FDA and the US government is 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 doing something to make sure that you're not getting poisonous products but in actuality they aren't doing something in fact, they're, they're enabling poisonous products from, for getting through because they have a vested interest in this, for keeping everybody sick. So it's this really backwards way of thinking about it. And once you understand it, you can't ever see it any other way. And you just go, oh, this is so gross. But then, you know, it just depends on what your relationship is to big pharma. You know, if, if, if you were, had your, if you had a kidney re- removed, you know, it'd be, be be, and it saved your life, then you, your relationship with big pharma is that they're great and they saved my life. So you'll never be able to tell that person that there's some serious problems and, and, you know, cause they have a different experience, but like for the, for the rest of us, like we kind of need to wake up and pay attention to, to what they're doing with the vaccines because, um, because you cannot just assume that they're telling you the truth. They, they, they have a long history of lying. They have billions of dollars at stake for, for keeping you uh, in the dark about this. And they make money off of your unhealthiness. You know? So they don't want you healthy and they don't really want you dead. They kind of want you right mm. in the middle, just, just sick enough that you're a customer for life. And the sooner they get you sick, the better, which is one of the reasons why the vaccines are targeted at kids. Wow. Yeah. Just keep you alive so you can work just working and working and then paying for your pills un- yeah. until you, until your body gives up. Yeah. 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 Have a great day, everybody. Yeah. Sleep tight. I mean, this is, this is, this is the insanity of this. And what's weird is that when you, when you calmly, which I rarely am calm, but when you, when you calmly bring this up to someone, they just point at you like you're crazy. And it's like, boy, yep. the then media are- does a good job. They do such a good job of demonizing whoever doesn't support their their money making factory. You know, it's yeah. like then they're so happy to point. You, oh, look at this one article. Oh, the the crazy mom who forgot who didn't forgot who wouldn't get her kid vaccinated and then he gave everybody polio or whatever. Like the right. one story, and it's like, who do you think financed that story? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't don't be that mom. And then there's mom pressure, and then there you know pressure on other parents. Like, oh, oh don't, yeah. you're putting everybody else at risk. Like. It's massive. Yeah. The, the guilt tripping is, uh, is very effective. You know, you have to, you kind of have to know too. You have to, you, you owe it to yourself to learn as much as you can about the vaccine debate too, because if, if you go into this conversation sort of yeah. unarmed or half armed, you know, with your, like, you don't have your information sort you can of get pummeled. Yeah. You can get pummeled for sure because, um, they, they're, they're very good at it. At, at getting people to be emotional, you know, to, to get you, uh, uh, to make you look stupid. I mean, you can, you can be, we're, look, we're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm far from a doctor, but actually I've always felt like that makes it, that's actually a little easier for me to understand it. Cause I have, I'm more objective. I didn't go through eight years of Rockefeller F- foundation funded medical schools and, and get like programmed with the only cure is a pill, you know? Right. And that's the thing is like uh, people in the medical industry are also brainwashed, which is like, again, hard to hear from me because I didn't go to med school. I haven't studied viruses. Those are easy ways to discredit me. I'm just a person who's, 
who's observing things and talking to a lot of different people. And it's like, like Judy was saying, like, and I asked her, I was like, uh, I'm seeing a lot of Instagram posts of like doctors and nurses happily getting their jabs. Are they getting different jabs? Are they getting the real thing? And if they, you know, if they did know what's in the real thing, they probably wouldn't get it, which is why we're seeing a lot of people in the medical industry refusing it. And she was like, yeah, they're, they're brainwashed as well. That's like, it's the system of they're, they're, they're coming up in the McDonald's system of, of food prep. You know, it's like they, all they know is McDonald's. So they're not going to you know what I mean? Like they're an expert in McDonald's, so yeah. they can't speak to natural cures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in a, we're in an, you know, as Alex Jones said, we're in an information war, which is funny uh, that he was, he was so right about that. And, 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 and who's got the best information, whose information is getting suppressed. Who's, who has your best interest at heart? I, I look, I trust Dr. Judy much more than I trust D- Dr. Fauci. I don't see I don't see her incentive in this. Judy's not see, trying to make money off of us. No. She's like, yeah. She's just telling it telling it like it is and 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 doing all that and and you know and whether it be vaccine the conversation of vaccine or conversations about the 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 capital riot you know you, you we see this this control of the of the information removal of parlor removal of mm-hmm. of Donald Trump from Twitter and Facebook and all that it's about it's about it used to be you would hope it would be about getting as much information out there as possible now it's about suppressing as much information as you can because you just don't want to take out just take out the enemy yeah, yeah why why have a debate when you can just take out the other side and then there's no debate how much easier is that? You can just listen to us. We're the only source. Exactly. And if you're getting your information solely from podcasters, first of all, you're like us. You're, you're in trouble. <laughs> and second of all, we're probably going to have a much better day than if you get it from the mainstream media. At least we're going to, you know, uh, make light of this situation as 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 we. But I think it is good because I think you and I, we do raise questions. Like we're kind of down here with the regular people. And I think yeah. people listening are going, yeah, I have these same questions too. Like I, I've had thoughts like this as well. Right. And so it, it's good to listen to people like us. Not that because we're the authority on anything, but because we sound like everybody else sounds. We, yeah. you know, we're not trying to be experts. We're not trying to be shiny and special and untouchable and irrefutable, you know? Yeah. No. And, and I think that, that we also set people's minds at ease because they realize, okay, I'm not the only person feeling this, you know? <laughs> okay. I feel a little bit isolated and a little bit insane because I don't hear anybody saying the things that I'm thinking, uh, on the, on the news or, or in a place where I can, where I can, I can see it. But now they hear conversations like this and they go, okay, fine. Uh, I, I'm not alone. I'm not, I'm not the only person that that finds this stuff to be troubling it, it it rubs me the wrong way i'm i'm having a hard time with my family and you know mm. we're we're all going through something similar and i would you know and i would say it's it's frustrated as i get with all this stuff which is pretty frustrated it, we we do need to remember that the people that we're interacting with out there in the, in the general public, you know, the people that are freaking out in the grocery stores and things like that, they're all going through their own version of hell. They, I, we don't know what's going on with them. They might have lost their job. They might be right. having problems at home. They might be off their medication. They might be experiencing a psychotic break. I mean, this, this is having a, a negative effect on a lot of people. So it's like, I, I have to check myself from time to time and kind of re- remind myself that like, okay, don't go 
overboard on this poor bastard at the grocery store <laughs> because he's coming off of, you know, he's, he, he might have, he might be trying to figure out if this is the last batch of groceries he's going to be able to buy, you know, so. True. So true. Cause I had just gone through like in 2018, my mom died uh, of brain cancer. So it's like, Ooh. for me, it's like, I got through that. I could, I felt like I could handle anything. Cause that was like just pummeled with grief and just like yeah. feeling all the feelings and not like, Oh, there's nobody alive that I care about anymore. It's like my dad's in Florida. He's fine. He's like a freaking ox. Like I, yeah. he's just like German and like nothing can stop him. And like, those are always, <laughs> he's like the guy that ch- like chain smokes and is still alive till he's a hundred. He doesn't smoke. Right. But it's like, yeah, it's that guy. I don't know. And uh, wait, I had a point. I had a point. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember it. Well, we, you, well, you're talking about having to deal with the. the oh, not knowing. Right. Not knowing what somebody else is going through. Because 2020 might be the hardest year a lot of people have yeah. had. And if they haven't, if they're not wise to these subjects and they haven't been intellectually curious about any of this stuff, it's like you said, they're getting dumped on for a year straight. Plus what do we have that's removed our public squares, our gatherings, our in-person things to kind of hash things out because you can hash things out better in person through a conversation than you can like behind your keyboard. You know, people are nasty behind their keyboard. They're less respectful. And like now all the opportunities for a public gathering and speaking and, you know, fleshing things out. Well, that's been terminated. And just think about every great time in humanity, like the, you know, I'm not the Renaissance, but it it was kind of started in public squares where people could exchange ideas, you know, like coffee shops near colleges or whatever. And they're just trying to like feed us a lot of lies and shut down opportunities to talk about it in person and, and flood the internet with misinformation. Yep. They're going to shut down Dunkin' Donuts next. Oh, not my Duncan. No, they're going there. They, they have to stop. They have to stop the us plotting. We're (laughs) plotting to overthrow the government through at Dunkin' Donuts. They They are. They are trying to, you can't stop Dunkin' Donuts though, because guess what? Guess what? Charlie America runs on Dunkin'. There you go. (laughs) You would think I was sponsored. (laughs) You would think so. It's you're sponsored by Adam and Eve and Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Get your flashlight at dunkindonuts.com. She dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but like we, we have to be the Dunkin' Donuts and we have to like keep on, keep, keep trucking and keep yeah. learning and just being there for people. Well, if people in your audience are interested in hearing my show, my show is called Macro Aggressions. It is available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, David Icke's video platform, Iconic, and also on Rockfin. And Ooh. if you are in, in my audience, uh, Chrissy Mayer Podcast is something you might want to check out because yes. there's some interesting shit going on there. And of course... Um, she is a, a, a frequent contributor on the Union of the Unwanted. The Union of the Unwanted, for those that don't know, is a group podcast that uh, I've been doing with Ricky Verandas and Sam Tripoli and Midnight Mike. It started out of a four-person podcast that we did, and Mike threw out the name. We're kind of like the Union of the Unwanted. We were talking about all getting deplatformed and stuff like that, and it turned into this group podcast that we've been doing. We've done it seventeen weeks, uh, seventeen episodes now. We do it twice, twice a month on Mondays, and um, 
and we have interesting roundtable discussions and bring fascinating people in like Dr. Judy came in and we had uh, crazy Roger Stone stop by. We had Del Bigtree. We've had, we've had, uh, we've had a variety of people there. So it's, it's always, uh, it's always fascinating. So for people that are looking, you know, if you're cooped up in your house and you're looking for, for things to do, we've got, um, we've got a variety of shows for you to check out. Yeah. It's kind of like trust the science or don't, it should be your choice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So this was fun. Thank you so much, this Charlie. Was fun. Thanks for, thanks for, for doing it. Um, for getting together in, uh, co-mingling cross-pollinating our audiences which sounds yeah. kind of dirty and kind of hot at the same time i don't know speaking of cross-pollinating i will be performing i have a couple of if you're still listening to this god bless you i will be yeah. performing at comedians of the compound february 26th in royersford pennsylvania at Soul Joel's Comedy Club and Lounge. And then I'll also be performing uh, February 19th and 20th uh, at the Dallas-Fort Worth Hyenas. So get your tickets now. would love to see you guys, meet you guys, and uh, make jokes about Hunter Biden. Oh, that sounds like a great time. <laughs> and, uh, and you can catch me twice a week on uh, macroaggressions, once as a video interview and once as a monologue. Um, and I like to get into topics that interest me. And usually that is government, uh, government state-sponsored fuckery and uh, lies of the mainstream media and things like that. And I like to talk to interesting people like you. So thanks. For and then also me. Now, do you know, Charlie, I thought for a while that you were sitting in a hospital bed. Like the first time I saw your yeah. setup, I was like, oh my God, maybe he's in the hospital. I'm in this comfortable rocking chair that my wife said when she was pregnant, she said, I want to get this chair. This It's got like an ottoman. She's like, I'm going to sit there with the baby. And I was like, I looked at the price tag on it and I was like, oh, holy shit. Okay. Yes. Let's get it. That sounds reasonable. Like not the hill to die on. And now <laughs> I've got this. Now I'm in the chair. I'm in the comfortable rocking chair. I'm not uh, in a hospital, though I might be institutionalized <laughs> at some point. That is, totally, that is not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, we're all going to be there together, though. I mean, yeah, you're like, now this is my chair with my baby, the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll save you a seat at the FEMA camp. How's that? Oh, good. Okay, good. I'll French Front braid your hair. On Just movie kidding. night, we can, we can sit there with the Thorazine uh, that they inject into us and we'll just sit there drooling well it's been it's been fun thanks for coming on my <laughs> on oh, my please. show or thanks for me coming on your show or however it works you got your peanut butter and my chocolate i don't know yeah yeah thanks. this was great that was sorry fun. we left it on such a dark note guys but yeah we love well you. well whatever it's until up next to you. time yeah until next time thanks everybody. don't trust the science don't trust the science With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.